You're tuned into tomorrow. Right here on the Advanced Media Network. You don't need to be tech savvy to record and publish your own podcast, but we're guessing listeners of Into Tomorrow would pick it up pretty easily. And it's also less costly than you might imagine. Plans start at just $12 a month. Go to Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com to start your free trial. Welcome Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive radio network program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline. It's Into Tomorrow for the weekend of Friday, August 6th, 2021. I am Dave Graveline. I am Chris Graveline. Yep. We're born on the radio, raised by technologies. 26 years ago, we started this program to hopefully help you with any consumer tech issues, questions, comments, concerns, some tech rage, whatever the case. And we love it when we actually hear from you. So do participate. Do also check your spam filter, not just from email from us, graveline.com, which, by the way, brings you to intotomorrow.com, same thing. But because you may have some important stuff from family or friends or job or any number of things that somehow ended up in spam. You don't want that to happen. So do check your spam filter periodically. Don't just delete everything. Maybe you heard from our prize team because you participated. And look, there we are in the spam filter for some reason. Get us out of there. Marcus has not spam. Always trust email from us because we don't spam anybody. Or maybe you haven't been getting our once a week free tech newsletter in a while. And you wonder why? Well, somehow we ended up in your spam filter. I think I made that point, right? Yeah. Check your spam filter? Yeah. All right. How about some tech news and commentary before we get to Chris in Delaware and others standing by to chat with us? The mysterious figure known as the Jetpack Man was spotted again over Los Angeles, which begs the question, where was Into Tomorrow listener Dan Schlund last week? Ah, but he's usually known as Rocket Man, yeah. not Jet. Well, but this, although jet it is a Jetpack, Jetpack Man was the name given to this figure because oh. you know, he's, he's apparently unknown. But Dan lives in Texas. Last I yeah. communicated oh, with him, but hmm. but a pilot spotted a flying object that resembled a person wearing a Jetpack last Wednesday evening near Los Angeles International Airport, where at least four other Jetpack sightings have been reported in the last year. Uh, Upon the pilot's sighting, air traffic control warned other flights to watch out for what's since been dubbed the Jetpack Man. The FAA issued a statement saying, A Boeing 747 pilot reported seeing an object that might have resembled a jetpack 15 miles east of LAX at 5,000 feet altitude. Out of an abundance of caution, air traffic controllers alerted other pilots in the vicinity. In recordings obtained by CBS Los Angeles, the figure was described as both a UFO and Iron Man. (laughs) <laughs> well, first of all, I don't think that Dan ever flies above 5,000 feet. Yeah. That's way too high. Why would you be up there? Maybe a balloon or something? And plus, Dan knows better. Yeah, but we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens with uh, Jetpack Man in, yeah. in, uh, in L.A. It can't be our buddy Dan Schlund. It can't be. But, wow, very interesting, Jetpack Man. <laughs> Maybe it's just something that they're you know providing some interesting thing for what used to be called UFOs. And if you listen next hour and come see the video of the interview with this uh, biochemist person, no, biophysicist, uh, we've got uh, a doctor person (laughs) who's going to be on the show next hour talking about what they now call uh, UAPs, I think. Unidentified aerial phenomena. Yeah. Because UFOs was for entertainment, they said. Okay. 
I was kind of hijacked <laughs> by the entertainment industry. <laughs> yeah, there term. you go. That that's very true. Interesting. Well then, so watch out for. Have you seen? Rocket Man. We frequently talk about the increased popularity in gaming. Well, Cedar Fair Entertainment plans to break ground this year on a 1,500-seat complex in Ohio to host eSports events. The $28 million project includes 200 gaming stations, as well as locker rooms, gee, what would they use them for, and dormitories for gamers. Who never sleep anyway, so yeah. I don't know what they need a dorm for. And locker rooms, do they take time to take a shower? I hope so. Yeah, I hope so, they, too. They but just need the dormitories to store all the energy drinks. That could be. <laughs> wow. I would imagine it would include a whole bunch of mini-fridges, probably one at every, at every gaming station. Yeah. But that'll be interesting. We'll stay on top of that and see if the uh, that gaming scenario for eSports plays out like it should. Yeah. During Facebook's latest earnings call, CEO Mark Zuckerberg said that its next product release would be a pair of smart glasses from Ray-Ban. Zuckerberg said the glasses have their iconic form factor, and then they let you do some pretty neat things. (laughs) Wow, there's a marketing line. Yeah, nobody ever said that Zuckerberg uh, had a gift of gab. No, no. Didn't he go to college? (laughs) Uh, Facebook's sunglasses have been the subject of rumors since 2019. Back then, sources said that Facebook was working with Ray-Ban on AR eyewear nicknamed Orion. The glasses were billed as a full-fledged phone replacement on which you could take calls, see information, and even broadcast live streams. That inevitably drew comparisons to Google Glass instead of the phone-tethered spectacles from Snap. Last year, Hugo Barra, then VP of VR at Facebook Reality Labs, confirmed that the glasses would land in 2021, but we haven't heard much since. And we probably won't. Yeah, we'll see. At least not with that kind of marketing savvy. Yeah. They do some pretty neat things. <laughs> really? Okay. <laughs> Can you elaborate? No. Yeah. It's, it's, just, it's neat. It's neat. And they do things. Yeah. Okay. You know, the thing. <laughs> make my move, which I'm assuming is from Clint Eastwood's Make My Day. Mm-hmm. Right? That's a new online platform that connects remote workers with local incentive opportunities. They just concluded a new survey about trends among remote workers. They found that nearly 60% of remote workers would look for a new job if their remote work privileges ended in their current job. Many workers have adjusted to the remote work setup, and now they're not willing to give it up. I have a friend who just went through this. She's been working from home for the last year plus. Yeah. And she sent me a text a couple of weeks ago. Oh, my God. They're making us go back to the work two days, back to the office two days a week. And I was like, what am I going to do? I was like, then go back to the office. Apparently, she talked to her boss and they, they compromised on one day a week. She has to go into the office. <laughs> I mean, you know, first of all, how dumb is that in the long run? If they're out of the office because of the pandemic, but now want you to come into work two or three or one day a week. What, COVID's not around that one or two days? Yeah, it takes a day off. If, apparently. I mean, I, I don't know. It's very bizarre. We, we've got mutual friends that the same thing, you know, talking about Israel, where he had an opportunity. He was working full time at another job and having to go to work every day. But the last 18 months or so, work completely from home. And he kept hoping that they'll allow him to continue to do that. It was the kind of thing that as long as he was online and accessing the company computer, doing whatever it was he does, then they were fine with that. Now, I don't know if they're going to make him go back to work one or two days a week physically or if he can continue working from home. But good example. Most people say they'll look for other work rather than have to leave working from home. 
you know, that's I don't know. I I don't know what to say. Okay. Yeah, okay. So I guess we'll just end it. All right. Well, that'll be the end of that story. However, what do our listeners think? Are you working from home? Have you been because of the pandemic? And would you go back to the office or the warehouse or the shop or the store or whatever if you thought you could continue to work from home? We want to know. Hit us up at intotomorrow.com. Hit that Ask Dave button or 800-899-INTO anytime, 24-7, by the way. Uber is now offering free Rosetta Stone language classes to ride hail and deliver drivers. It aims to make interactions between drivers and patrons easier while teaching drivers new skills that can help them find jobs beyond Uber. That's something else I've never really gotten. All these companies that say, we'll uh, help educate our employees so they can go work somewhere else. Yeah, that doesn't seem like it makes a lot of sense. Don't you want to educate your employees to be better at their job and stay with you? Yeah. Yeah. But, But that's interesting. If you want to learn a foreign language... Yeah. Let them pay for it. Yeah, so go to work for Uber for as long as it takes to learn the foreign language and then quit. Yeah, because last I heard, Rosetta Stone's, Rosetta Stone's pretty expensive. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The drivers will have free access to all 24 languages that Rosetta Stone offers directly from the Uber driver app. The partnership will be available to drivers and delivery people who have achieved gold, platinum, or diamond status through the Uber Pro program. Oh, so you can't just... Apply, become an Uber driver, yes, take uh, yeah. the course. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, but it'll be available in more than three dozen countries, such as Argentina, Brazil, South Africa, the UK, and the US. Uber also worked with Rosetta Stone to develop some language education focused on interactions drivers have most often with their riders. Interesting. Well, certainly it will help the company. Yeah. And you have to be one of those top-tier drivers in order to qualify anyway. Yeah. So you're not likely to lose those drivers. They'll just have that additional skill. Interesting. On more streaming controversy news, you probably heard about this. Scarlett Johansson sued Disney for its decision to release Black Widow on Disney Plus and in theaters simultaneously. The nerve saying her contract assured her the film would have an exclusive cinematic release and based her salary on its performance at the box office. Of course, Disney has dismissed the suit as without merit and says it complied with all the contract terms. Disney also mentioned that they've already paid her $20 million so far. Hmm. (laughs) So apparently that's not enough to keep her uh, quiet. She's complaining anyway. Yeah. And who knows what will end up happening. If If her contract actually said that it's to be released in theaters only... And they did it also on their Disney Plus, which I believe they charged you extra for yeah, anyway. They call, it, they call it like Disney Plus Premium Access or something. Where, oh, you know, where if you're already paying them every month, you still got to pay another twenty bucks or whatever it is to watch this movie. Oh, nice. So good luck to Scarlett. Yeah. See what happens. Tesla agreed to pay $1.5 million to settle a lawsuit alleging the company used a software update to reduce the maximum battery voltage for some of its Model S sedans. The software update, which was released in 2019, resulted in slower charging speed and diminished range for around uh, 1,750 vehicles, according to the plaintiffs. As a result of the settlement, Tesla agreed to pay $625 to each of the affected vehicle owners. Mm -hmm. Lawyers for the owners said they conducted an investigation and found that voltage limitation was temporary, with a 10% reduction lasting about three months and a smaller 7% reduction lasting another seven months before the corrective update was released in March of 2020. 600 some dollars there for yeah, everybody. For each person, yeah. Interesting. 
Zoom is facing more consequences for its earlier privacy and security lapses. Reuters reports that Zoom has agreed to pay $85 million to settle a lawsuit accusing the video chat giant of violating privacy and enabling Zoom bombing, that is, trolls dropping into others' chats. The preliminary settlement also requires tougher security measures, such as a warning about participants with third-party apps and offering special privacy-oriented training to Zoom staff. Interesting. <laughs> Zoom bombing. Yeah. Seems like a lot of people are getting sued these days and having to pay I, I these know. big payouts. I'm curious about anyone listening. Have you ever been Zoom bombed or have been a Zoom bomber? How did that work out and what was the end result? You know, was it some serious meeting or something major to be concerned with? Or did you just kind of deal with it? You know, if it was a humorous thing or something. Or is it a class? You know, maybe interrupting a class or something. Maybe not so good. Something like that. Oh, from the, real quick, from the who, who Cares Department, Bill and Melinda Gates are officially divorced. whoop de doo According to court records, neither party will receive spousal support, and Melinda will not change her last name. Since the former couple shares adult children, the inclusion of child support in a custody agreement was rendered moot. Okay. Just thought you'd like to know. Chris in Delaware, listening on 105.9 WXDE. Hello, Chris. If you put Windows on an iPad, does everything work like it would work on your laptop if you had Windows? And then what does it cost to do that? You have to pay for a subscription each year. Well, Chris, this one's an easy answer. Nothing will run. Microsoft doesn't support the iPad's hardware architecture in Windows, and it just won't run at all. Yeah. Back on August 2nd, Microsoft released Windows 365, uh, which will run on any device that can access the Internet. But it's basically just Windows in a browser, so it wouldn't replace your operating system. And at the moment, that's only marketed to businesses, not individual consumers. Yeah. So, Chris, I could see why perhaps you'd want to do it, although I'm not really sure, but you're not going to be able to. Yeah. If you really want a tablet with Windows and just... You have to buy a Windows tablet, yeah. whether it's a Surface you know, tablet from Microsoft or any of these other countless other manufacturers that sell laptops that have detachable ones. That you know, we, we use one here from uh, Lenovo that has a detachable keyboard and will just turn into a tablet easily. Yeah, and it's Windows-based. Yeah, It's got Windows on it. So maybe you want to look at that, Chris. But either way, let us know what you end up with because it perhaps will help other listeners who want to do something similar. Meantime, we invite you to join us at intotomorrow.com. During these difficult times, we understand how important it is to stay healthy and safe. With so many of us confined to our homes and not being able to work, we feel the financial burden more than ever. Many folks lost their jobs and businesses. Others were furloughed and some are working from home at reduced pay. Keeping up with your bills is not easy under these circumstances. If you have credit card debt and cannot keep up with your monthly payments, we at Debt Fix Pros are here to help. Give us a call to see how we can reduce your interest rates and lower your monthly payments. Protect your credit and let us help you find a solution that fits your needs. We, your friends at Debt Fix Pros, are here to help. Let us take care of your credit card debt so you can focus on what is really important. Call for a free phone consultation at 1-800-539-9460. That's 1-800-539-9460. 1-800-539-9460. 
United We Stand, 1-800-539-9460. We thank you for tuning in to tomorrow. And of course, we want to answer your tech questions. You win some fabulous prizes. Stay tuned. In a couple of moments, we're going to be telling you more about this year's huge annual Cool Into Tomorrow Hot Summer Giveaway. But first, Chris is going to tell you how to call in anytime, 24-7. We make it super easy. We do. There's several ways. You could uh, call the Ask Dave hotline at 800-899-INTO, which is 800-899-4686. If you're uh, more high-tech like we tend to be, use the app on any smartphone, as long as it's Apple or Google, Android. (laughs) That. I was trying to find Android. That's what it is. Yeah, Apple or Google. <laughs> Apple or Google. Okay, sure. But the, anyway, the uh, iOS store, the uh, Google Play store, look for Into Tomorrow. There's a message to studio button right there in the free app that will allow you to record a message, a, a question, a comment, uh, some tech rage, some tip for another listener, and send it right to us here in the studio. Or... Or you can stop by intotomorrow.com and click the Ask Dave microphone right there, uh, whether it's on the right side or the, the, the bottom, depending on the browser. And record your message and send it that way as well. And that is with any browser, your phone, your tablet, your laptop, your desktop, anything with a browser and a microphone. And there you go. How well does your Band-Aid stick when you get hot and sweaty? Well, that could be a big problem when you're wearing a smart patch for medical reasons. With this week's Into Tomorrow Health Tech Minute brought to you by Dexcom, here's Alfred Poor. Thanks, Dave. Smart patches are transforming healthcare. Patients can go about their normal activities while wearing a patch that contains sensors to measure and record important biometric data, such as heart rate or body temperature. But as the temperature rises or the patient gets more active, the sweat from their skin may cause the adhesives to fail or the sensors to lose contact. Researchers at MIT have come up with a clever solution. They create a sandwich of very thin films that contain sensors and electrodes. At first, they included tiny holes to accommodate the skin's pores that produce the sweat. But the tiny holes did not line up with the pores. So they use a pattern of holes shaped like dumbbells. These holes overlap in the various layers, providing tiny channels for the sweat to escape to the surface. The result may be smart patches that patients can wear for extended periods of time, delivering more reliable data in the process. For Into Tomorrow, I'm Alfred Poor. Back to you, Dave. Thank you, Alfred. He's always coming up with very unique health tech items to chat about. Which is why we partnered with him to bring you these health tech minutes. There you go. And they are brought to you by Dexcom. The future of diabetes management is here. Be sure to visit D-E-X-C-O-M.com. The cool Into Tomorrow Hot Summer Giveaway. If you want some goodies, we've got some goodies. All you need to do is be heard on the air and you can win. And while we always say, because the lawyers make us say it, no promises, no guarantees, but mention when you call in two or three or four of the items that are on the poster you're about to hear us mention, and we'll do our best to get one or two of them to you. From Yamaha, if you're a musician, maybe you can look at the EAD-10 drum module. This transforms acoustic drum sounds to studio-quality effects. They also sent an SHS-500 Sonogenic Keytar, which enables playing without wrong notes. 
From Cut and Go, we've got two boxes full of Into Tomorrow branded emergency seat belt cutters and window breakers, so you can never be trapped in your car in an accident. Yeah, this is something that could absolutely save your life from Cut and Go. From Razor, the Kayo webcam. It's perfect for work from home webcams with built in adjustable ring light. They also provided us with a few Black Widow light silent mechanical keyboards to up your productivity. From OWC, we've got USB C travel docks to simplify your mobile connectivity and a couple other Envoy Pro Electron 1 terabyte USB-C SSD drives. From Skosh, they sent a box full of stuff, including a, a car jumper, power bank, and flashlight, a, a PowerVolt USB-C fast charger, magic mount, dual-purpose magnetic mount and air freshener for your car, and an armband heart rate monitor, among other things. I mean, they sent us such a plethora of goodies. From Cooking Pal, if you haven't seen the video at intotomorrow.com of the Molto Smart Kitchen Appliance, you need to check it out. It preps, cooks, and cleans after every meal. And they sent us one worth $1,000 to share with one lucky listener. From Viper, we've got a color OLED two-way security and remote start system for your car, valued at 600 bucks. And from Roborock, their S6 Max-V robotic vacuum, valued at $700. And the number to call anytime, 24-7, to participate? 800-899-INTO. That's 800-899-4686. Or more details at intotomorrow.com. Is your bathroom looking old and worn out? Want to update it, but you don't know where to start? Then let BCI Bath & Shower show you how to turn that old bath into an aisle of beauty and functionality. Our residential bathroom solutions provide the best value on the market, and our customer service is second to none. Our cost-effective BCI Bath & Shower family of products has what you need. Remodeling our bathroom was a big decision for us. They didn't make a mess out of our house at all. And at the end of the day, we had a beautiful new bathroom. And it was a great experience the whole way through. We have the best monthly payment programs in the industry, with payments as low as $68 per month, or no interest, no payments for 18 months. That's right. Get the bathroom of your dreams now and pay for it in 2021. Call 1-800-694-7153 for a no-obligation price quote. That's 1-800-694-7153. When you want quality bathroom products at a great price, it's got to be BCI Bath & Shower. Call 1-800-694-7153. Welcome back into tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. Thank you for joining us in our 25th year on the air. Delighted to have you with us. Even more delighted when you take the time to call in with a question. Perhaps you have a digital dilemma that we can solve for you. Anything involving consumer tech. Or perhaps you want to help another listener with some added input from one of our answers. We love it when listeners help other listeners, and so do they, of course. Either way, we want to hear from you. Some, of course, are calling in with just a 25th year on the air. Congratulations, and that's terrific. But we would then also love it if you'd share with us what you like most about technology in those 25 years or however many years you've been on the earth uh, being able to experience tech. Or, for that matter, what you disliked about tech. Either way, it makes for interesting radio, we think, and we want to hear from you. So, 800-899-INTO. Anytime, toll-free from anywhere in North America, 
1-800-899-4686. Or even better, use the audio option on the free Into Tomorrow app. Just search those two words in your favorite app store, Into Tomorrow, and participate. We want to hear you on the show. Our next guest is with a 30-year veteran of digital security and privacy products. He's the head of consumer privacy with Avast, Chandler Givens. Chandler, welcome into tomorrow. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure to have you. First of all, tell me a little bit about Avast. I mean, obviously, you're not out of the woodwork like some other companies. You've been around for a long time uh, doing this job. What job does Avast do for folks? Your listeners will probably recognize the name because we are, by the numbers, the largest consumer cybersecurity company in the world. We've got 400 million users worldwide. Wow. Um, our presence is, is a bit larger in Europe, but growing um, in the USA. And we actually, the, the founding of the company is an interesting story, too, because it was founded by two uh, gentlemen who... Uh, we're really passionate about delivering uh, digital freedom to folks um, after the fall of the Soviet Union in uh, the Czech Republic. So we have a long storied history, and we are committed. We have been, since we started, committed to promoting the ideals of digital freedom online. And so today, that takes the form of um, a variety of consumer protection products, uh, but also a number of other initiatives that we could talk about today, or we take it however you want to, Dave. Okay. Well, first of all, I didn't know that you were the largest. That's a whole lot of uh, subscribers to Avast Services. Right. That's terrific. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, one of the things that that, one of the advantages that provides us is that we can leverage that network to understand incoming threats, meaning that each of those nodes, so every user has a device with our software on it. Also, there's information that is collected there about incoming threats. So not about what the user is doing on their device, but about the types of threats they're encountering. And so what that does is it gives us visibility um, to a large swath of different threats that are going around worldwide. And that's one of the kind of competitive advantages we have uh, because of our size and reach. That's a good point. Why is it important, do you think, Chandler, for consumers to to be aware of all of their information online? Because we have talked to folks for years about protecting your personal info from being exploited, and this is certainly uh, an important factor. But uh, I wonder if enough consumers are still paying enough attention. Yeah, it's well, I'll make this topical. How about that? Okay. This is one of those issues that I, is fun for everyone to talk to because it is apolitical, whether you're on the right or the left. Regardless of what side you're on, no one um, appreciates the fact that we have all become kind of these profit machines for big data, analytics, ad tech companies, and others who are exploiting us. And to your question, Dave, which is, why are the consumers paying attention? It's an interesting thing because at the top you were talking about the, the fact that on the air 25 years you're asking what are some things people don't like about technology. Yeah. This is an issue that has been around. You know, I'm, I've been working on this for 10 years now, but my research goes back to the early 90s. So, for example, the browser cookie, most people are generally aware of cookies now, has been around since the early 90s and if, ever since its inception. People have been warning about the privacy threats that it poses. 
But it feels like only now, in 2020, have we reached this point where it's it's enough in the public narrative where everyone cares about it, not just kind of tinfoil hat people, you know. <laughs> Joe on the street recognizes that this is a huge issue, but the challenge is, what do you do about it? So, I, you know, I don't want to be too self-promotional here for Avast, but I can give you a couple of things you could do with our products, but maybe I'll pause there. Do you have questions or do you want to dig into any of the specific privacy threats consumers face, or do you want me to just talk about some of the things consumers can do to protect themselves? The latter, by all means, because I think a lot of folks are are certainly aware that, that Avast, you guys even have, last time I checked, still a, a free uh, tool that folks can download and use, and then obviously a plethora of other products available. But in general, the importance of all of us being able to protect our data certainly is is something that we need to talk about more and more. Sure. Yeah, and I would encourage your listeners to go to our website at ask.com. You can download our free AV tool or you can browse around and you can try free trials of our various privacy products in the portfolio, too. We just click on the, the privacy link at the top navigation bar there. But there's a couple ways to think about it. And the first is how do you stop your information from getting out there in the first place? This is very simple. And the other is, okay, once you understand that you've been being tracked for a decade or longer, what? how do you handle all the information that has already left your possession and is, quote, out there in the world, right? Yeah. That, that's a, one way to think about the issue. All right, I don't want to be tracked going forward, and I want to kind of clean up my data that exists out in the world. And so if you go to our website and look at the privacy tools, one is called AntiTrack. We have a VPN product called SecureLine, and we have a, a free private browser and i would put those in the bucket of i don't want my information being collected anymore so on a go forward basis stop tracking my data but the other product i want to talk about which is which is novel and has been getting a lot of attention lately is our new product breach guard which was designed to answer that question of what do i do about all this information about me that already exists in the world yeah, because it's certainly good to be able to close that barn door, but it sounds like maybe a few of the horses have already escaped. <laughs> so what do right. we do about those that are out there already? And that apparently right. is yeah, where Breach Guard comes in handy. That's exactly right. Yeah, and just to extend the metaphor, it's <laughs> not only the horses got now, but they're they're roaming wild all over the place. <laughs> yeah. So how do we get them back under control? And there's a few ways to do that, and I want to be very transparent with the listeners, too. It is not... There are technical challenges here that prevent us from making this a silver or silver bullet solution, right? I mean, you, it is not possible to get all of that information back. It's just inside of the tube, and sometimes if we can go out and delete it from every server that exists on. However, there are a lot of things that consumers can do is try to package them up in a simple form for them that anyone can use of any technical level. And what we do is, one, we'll tell you if we see information for sale on the dark web. So I think about it like this. There's two ways. The information generally exists in these illegal markets. So people hear about the dark web, information for sale on the dark web, um, kind of illegal forums where hackers buy and sell data in different formats. That's one place. We'll alert you if we find it for sale. And if there's a breach, uh, we'll keep an eye and make sure that your information ends up there. We tell you in real time. The other side of it, though, is there's a tremendous amount of information out there about you that was collected legally by data brokers, which are typically corporations you haven't heard of, 
that are engaged in the exchange, purchase, and sale of consumer data, or also big analytics firms, ad tech firms. So people have watched recently The Social Dilemma on Netflix. They talk about this a bit. Um, but also there's information about us that we have willingly provided to platforms like Facebook, like Google, like Amazon, that then starts to wash around in this ecosystem outside of our control. So what BreachCard does is, one, we will automatically opt you out of these data brokers' collection. Basically, we'll send them messages saying, delete all the information that you have about me and no longer share it with others. And two is we have functionality that will walk the user through how to erase or stop the spread and abuse of their information on platforms like Facebook, like Google, like Amazon, et cetera. So it's, a, it's an advisor feature that will see the types of things you're doing online and then explain to you the privacy that and help you remediate those accounts so the information doesn't exist and can't be uh, shared and sold. Chandler, pardon the interruption, but we're going to take a quick break and come back and talk more with you. Chandler Givens is the head of consumer privacy with Avast, or Avast, if you will, at avast.com. Stay tuned as Into Tomorrow continues. You don't need to be tech-savvy to record and publish your own podcast, but we're guessing listeners of Into Tomorrow would pick it up easily. And it's also less costly than you might imagine. Plans start at just $12 a month. Go to Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com to start your free trial. Into Tomorrow continues. I'm Dave Graveline. Thanks for joining us on the program. We're talking with the head of consumer privacy with Avast, Chandler Givens. I certainly like, Chandler, the ability to take back our personal info and and is sort of Avast uh, acting as our agent at that point, saying that, you know, uh, we know you have this information on Dave. He doesn't want it there anymore. Uh, We demand that you remove it now and confirm that you've done so. Or, I mean, is it something along those lines? Uh, How do we know that it works? That's exactly exactly what it is. And I will tell you that if a a typical person was going to kind of do this, on their own, it would take you, yeah, by my estimation, you know, hundreds of hours <laughs> to do this because you have to track down each one of these different companies that you've never heard of that have been collecting information invisibly for years and then figure out how to send them this type of message. So, yeah. Even, no, even if we knew oh. where these companies were and that our information was in their hands, like you say, it would just take forever to get that accomplished. Yeah. So, uh, That's so, right. But you're saying BreachGuard is the new product that does that for us. That's exactly right, cool. yeah. And again, if you go to our website of ask.com and go to the privacy section there, you'll be able to find more information about the tool. In terms of the future of privacy at Avast, I mean, a couple of things to mention. One is this is an area where we see the market moving. I mean, if you go back to earlier in our discussion, I do firmly believe that we've reached a point that everyone has an understanding on some basic level that their privacy is under attack. Um, and again, it kind of transcends whatever your ideology is. Everyone is upset about this. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's going to come a time, I think, in the very near future, where people recognize the same way they understand they need to have some sort of antivirus on all their devices, they understand that they're going to have to have some sort of privacy protection, personal information protection tool 
on every device that they use. And our aspirations be that that tool that everyone uses. And I, I think the way that we're going to do that that differentiates us from all the others out there is we really want to make it as simple as possible, and we want to make it conform to what your particular behavior is. Meaning, if you're someone that typically only reads three news sites and then uses Facebook, well, we want to keep you protected on those three news sites and on Facebook. And it, you go on and on down the list, but it has to be personalized to each individual's experience. And that's that's where we see the future of privacy protection, and I think we're going to get there before anyone else does. Well, what does BreachGuard cost, or is it like a subscription service? How do we price this sort of thing? Yeah, it's a yearly subscription service. It's thirty nine ninety nine per year, although, you know, we run promotions a lot. So if you go there today, there might be uh, a discount running. I don't know exactly at this moment, but it's thirty nine ninety nine per year. And I will tell you that because we're constantly adding to a list of third parties that we protect against, it's worth every penny because, again, it would be impossible for you to keep track of these things, and we're constantly updating it so that different services you use, we can explain to you or automatically show you how to protect your privacy on any different service you use. So basically keeping you private when you want where you want on the web. Yeah, and to be honest, Chandler, it sounds a whole lot less than I thought you were going to say. So I, I agree, for 40 bucks, less than 40 bucks a year, we're going to have these capabilities. Does BreachGuard also include your typical antivirus or malware, or is that we have to subscribe or, or look for those products separately? Yeah, you can, I mean, so the our antivirus is free to everyone, and I guess it goes back to what I was describing in terms of our, our mission as a company. We, I know it sounds kind of cheesy, but it's true. We really truly believe, and if you're in this company, you understand it because it's part of our culture, that everyone has the right to digital freedom online. So we offer the AV for free, and my understanding is we always will. So you can go to the site right now and download a free antivirus, and then BreachGuard is kind of an add-on. Uh, that you can purchase separately. And again, we have other privacy tools that might be better suited for other of your listeners. Um, but keep an eye on us because in the future, like I said, we're basically going to have an offering that it custom tailors to what you want on the web so you can be private when you want, where you want. So that's where we're moving to. But right now, go check out other privacy tools um, for those users or for your listeners that are concerned right now. Well, what is it that you guys are not yet doing? What can we expect from Avast into tomorrow, if you will? What What's up with you guys? Yeah, well, I, the, like I said, the the personalized dimension of it is so critical because because no two users are exactly alike. And so what we want to be able to do is keep you private on every different site or every different service that you're using. And as you can imagine, you know, there's thousands, millions of different sites and services you can use. So the task in front of us is how do we make those experiences as private for you as you want without really interrupting you or, or inconveniencing you? Because we found it's pretty clear that users are, although people, this is something called the privacy paradox, Dave. I'm not sure if you've heard of this, but it's the notion that everyone tells you they're concerned about privacy, but their actions don't match up with that level of concern they express. Oh, especially all the, the anti-social yeah. media. <laughs> so right. They don't yeah, care. exactly right. People, yeah, people talk about it all the time, but then they still are sharing, you know, pictures of themselves online that you're going, I can't believe you put that out of the Internet. Right? Oh, exactly. Um, all right. I'm going on vacation now, so my house will be empty, and here's where I will be a thousand miles away. You know, that's right. Let's, let's get more of that out there, right? <laughs> right. The key's under the mat. Um, yeah. And, <laughs> and so... 
Well, yeah, what I was saying is that even though there is this privacy paradox, people, um, they don't want to sacrifice their time uh, for privacy. I'm, I don't... That is a generalization, but it is it is true for most people um, from our research. And so we want to do this in the background in a way that doesn't interrupt your experience, doesn't slow down your device, doesn't slow down your browsing experience or any services that you like, uh, but just keeps you as private as you want to be on the services. So that's the trick for us. And if you think about it in terms of all the different sites you interact with, all the services you interact with, it's a, it's a Herculean task, but we've got the team and the resources to do it. So that's... That's kind of what I do day in and day out right now. Well, keep up the good work, and we'll keep promoting you doing such. Uh, it's avast.com, A-V-A-S-T.com. So do check it out. Chandler, thank you for spending a few minutes with us on Into Tomorrow. My pleasure. Thanks for having me, Dave. It's my pleasure as well. Chandler Givens, the head of consumer privacy with Avast, A-V-A-S-T.com. We'll get you there, too. Into Tomorrow continues. I'm Dave Graveline right here on the Advanced Media Network. my computer to work. Let me help you with that. How'd you do that? I just got techie with geeks on site. Our geeks literally come on site. No need to stop what you're doing or block off time. We come to your home, office, or wherever you are. And we don't just fix whatever computer issues you might be having. We explain and teach you along the way. We'll help you instantly. Call 855-399-9886. That's 855-399-9886. Tuned into tomorrow for the weekend of Friday, August 6th, 2021. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. Our Into Tomorrow podcast is hosted by our partner, Blueberry Podcasting, and we couldn't be happier with their service. Check them out if you're looking to start a podcast. Visit blubrry.com. When you visit us at intotomorrow.com, and I hope you do often and regularly, a little red box may pop up. It should, if anyway, if the internet gods are with us. And it asks only for your email address that we don't share with anyone and we don't spam you. That's to allow you to obtain our free once-a-week tech newsletter, which, cleverly enough, includes some tech news and some hmm thoughts to make you smile or make you slap your forehead or sometimes they make you go, what the what? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And we list the prizes. We list who's coming on the show this week. We list all kind of fun stuff. It's free. And it also has Beth's tech tip every week, keeping track of work, time, pay, and benefits using your tech. And we've got news part from some of our news partners. An update to Chrome for Android makes the mobile browser another security key option for Google users with accounts that require uh, two-factor authentication. Yeah, which more and more people are going to, and it's a safe thing for you to consider. Anyway, you can sign up and get all that news and a whole lot more once a week. So we don't spam you. We don't bother you. We don't send a whole bunch of stuff out. Just sign up. Just your email at intotomorrow.com.